We must be public. Sometimes Christians want to hide from the world. They want to hide to protect themselves. Or they want to hide to protect their families. But how can the world see your light if you're hiding it off the grid in the woods? They can't. Or how can light penetrate darkness if all the light is constantly huddling together and not spreading out in the darkness? If Christians are like, oh, we're going to start our own communes and we're going we're to start our own state. We're going to start our own country. We we're tired of living in this darkness. Well, that's what you're supposed to do. You have to live in the darkness. You're the light. The light has to penetrate the darkness. That's why I also struggle with the idea of secret underground churches. Now, I know that there are places in this world where it is a lot more difficult to live out the Christian faith. And I sympathize with our brothers and sisters in Christ in those places that have to navigate those roads and figure out, well, how do we be a witness while our government wants to eradicate us? But at the same time, is that not exactly what Jesus was preparing his disciples for when he said these words? It was. We'll back up to some verses that we covered a couple weeks ago. Verses 10 through 12. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. You are blessed when they insult you and persecute you and falsely slay every kind of evil against you because of me. Be glad and rejoice because your reward is great in heaven, for that is how they were persecuted how they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So Jesus, in his teaching, he warns them about persecution. All kinds, not just little persecution, but all kinds, up to death. He warns them. He says, accept it as a blessing. And then he says, let your light shine. Don't cover it. Don't cover your light in the basket. And somehow that's supposed to coincide with Christians hiding their church meetings. And hiding their Bibles and their crosses from the government and doing secret baptisms. I don't see that. That is not what I see in Scripture. That is not what I see Jesus teaching his disciples. That's not the example that I see in the early church. And even though we're going to study this passage later in our series on Matthew, I feel like we need to read it today. We go to Matthew 10, verses 16 through 28. Behold, I am sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. So be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. Beware of men, for they will deliver you over to courts and flog you in their synagogues, and you will be dragged before governors and kings for my sake to bear witness before them and the Gentiles. When they deliver you over, do not be anxious how you are, how you are to speak or what you are to say, for what you are to say will be given you in that hour. For it is not you who speak, but the Spirit of your Father speaking through you. Brother will deliver brother over to death, and the father his child. And the children will rise against parents and have them put to death. And you will be hated by all for my name's sake, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. When they persecute you in one town, flee to the next. For truly I say to you, you will not have gone through all the towns of Israel before the Son of Man comes. A disciple is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his master. It is enough for the disciple to be like his master and the servant, or like his teacher and the servant like his master. 
If they had called the master of the house Beelzebul, how much more will they malign those of his household? So have no fear of them, for nothing is covered that will not be revealed or hidden that will not be known. What I tell you in the dark, say in the light. What you hear whispered, proclaim on the housetops. And do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather, fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. I get that Jesus says, be wise as serpents. But we can't make the argument that that means to hide because everything else in the passage is antithetical to hiding. Right? It's antithetical to being dragged before governors and the courts. And not only, he says, do not fear them. And hiding secrecy with our faith is a fearful response. That's what it is. But he says, proclaim on the housetops. Now that sounds a lot more like, hoist your light up. Let it shine like a city on a hill. So I just, I don't see the whole secret underground church thing in the Bible. It's not what I, the examples that we see, even in the Old Testament. That's not what Daniel did when he was ordered not to pray. He went up, opened his window, and prayed. I read an article from 2011. There was a radio personality, Christian, who was lamenting the theological drift of many denominations and churches in America, as well as the continuing encroachment of the government on the ability of Christians to practice their faith freely. And he said, quote, The Christian church, I believe, will be driven underground in America as it has been in other nations around the globe. Otherwise, it will cease to exist in this land. Now, I agree with some of his assessments about uh, where things are headed, but I do not agree with that statement because Jesus said the gates of hell will not prevail against his church. So I am in no way, not one little bit worried that somehow the world is going to snuff out the light of Christ unless we go underground and get secret. No. I'm telling you that as long as I'm pastoring Riviera Baptist Church, we're not going to go that way. We're not going to become a secret church. If our faith becomes illegal, our response is not going to be, all right, let's shut down the website, sell the land, let's start meeting secretly in, in different locations, let's get code names, let's do signals, and, and like we're spies trying to sneak our way into eternity. No, our response is going to be, hey, here we are, we're preaching the gospel. You can see us. And we're going to keep doing that no matter what the consequences are. And when we're dragged before the courts or thrown into the prisons or hanged in the streets, we'll show the world they don't have the ability to take our light. They can't do it. We'll shine the brightest right before they kill us. If Oregon makes a law that I can't preach about something biblical, then the week after they pass that law, I'm going to be standing up here on Sunday morning preaching on that subject, and we'll put it on YouTube if they let us. And if they tell me that my Bible is illegal, and I can't have that, I'm not going to hide it. If they say, hey, we're coming to search your house, I'm going to make it easy. 
They walk up, I'll be sitting on the front porch with my Bible open, and I'll read to them. And if they find me for it, that's fine. If they take me to prison for it, that's fine. If they kill me for it, that's fine. And what that will do is that will strengthen you to not lose your courage. And you'll say, you know what? We can do this. The prophets went before us. The pastor went before us. And we can do it too. Now you might say, well, but why not just have the secret meetings? And why not just hide your Bible if that means you get to stay with your family? And if that means you get to keep doing ministry? Well, see, those kinds of thoughts are operating on an assumption that it's better to be free, for one thing. To which I would say, why don't you do a Bible study on all the ministry that was done from prison? And there's plenty to work with. And you might say, well, maybe it's better for the gospel that churches be secret. But here's the thing. Our light is not meant to shine on just a few people in just a few places. Even if people hate the light, even if they reject the light, it's still meant to shine for them, right? It shines in the darkness. It gives light for all who are in the house. And we are the light of the whole world. So we don't want our light to just shine on our friends and our family and on people who are sympathetic with us and won't turn us into the authorities. No, the light is supposed to shine for the authorities, for the people who hate you and don't want your light to be here. Dietrich Bonhoeffer said, flight into the invisible is a denial of the call. A community of Jesus which seeks to hide itself has ceased to follow him. And I believe that he is right. That that is what scripture teaches. As hard as it is to say, and as hard as it is I know on some of our brothers and sisters around the world and throughout history, I just have to show you what the Bible says. 